I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. Here we go for the eclipse season. The eclipses happen twice a year, every year. They usually travel in pairs. In this case, it's, um, it's going to be three. We'll have three eclipses. So every two weeks with new moon and full moon, we'll have a new eclipse. The eclipses are called the bringers of change in astrology. They bring in change that we needed, but we didn't realize we did. And when we go through that an, an eclipse cycle, it can be rattling and unnerving. 2020 is a somewhat unusual year because within the calendar year of 2020, rather than having four eclipses, we have six. And if you think back to what has happened in your life or especially in the world around you in 2020, we've only been through one of the six eclipses for this calendar year, one. Now we're going to begin the first of three on Friday, June 5th. We'll go through three and then we have two more before the end of the year. So before I go into the mechanics of this first eclipse, I just want to point out that if you feel like, oh my God, what is happening in 2020? Because the shifts that we've been through are so overwhelming. You need to settle in. Settle in and just mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, allow and accept that we're still going to go through a whole lot of changes in 2020. And if you've been listening as we go along, or if you're in the Be the Evidence membership group that we have, you can join us there uh, by registering at betheevidence.live. Then you know that the changes that we're going through are going to happen wave after wave after wave, and that we're walking towards a grand conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter at zero degrees Aquarius on December 21st at the end of this year. And that conjunction, Saturn and Jupiter at zero degrees Aquarius, I think is going to make it, it for one, re, re, one reason or another, or probably several reasons, make it very obvious that we are responsible for humanity. That there's not going to be some greater other who's going to come in and save the day and tell us what to do. In fact, contrary to that, we probably won't be going down the road of doing what some greater other is trying to tell us to do. We're going to go a new way. We're going to find a better way to be in the world. And in order for us to recognize what kind of changes that involves, these eclipses are evolving us very rapidly this year. The eclipse that we're going through now to begin this series of three, on June 5th, it is a full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. That means that Sun, with Venus retrograde conjuncting it, or very close to it, in Gemini, is opposing Moon in Sagittarius. So the function, the way that um, an eclipse works is you have the Sun, and then it's a full Moon, and in between is the Earth. The Earth's shadow crosses over the illumination of the full Moon. And so what happens is that we feel a certain way, there's a shadow that crosses over that feeling, so by definition, this is shadow work, and then we feel a different way. Usually whenever we have lunar eclipses, that shift in facing a shadow about how we feel and then feeling something completely different, it usually makes people feel very disoriented 
and insecure because you're not quite sure what to do with your new feelings. In this case, the, the eclipse is going to be at 15 degrees, so sun in Gemini at 15 degrees, opposed moon in Sagittarius at 15 degrees. It'll be in a T-square exactly to Mars in Pisces at 15 degrees, five degrees away from Neptune. So the function of that square is Mars and Pisces, my opinion, is that's the energy of us really needing to um, be driven and, and willing to defend our ability to inject spirit, consciousness, oneness, healing, and mercy into what we're doing. So the moon in Sagittarius will be changing something that you feel about your true beliefs, which will inform and evolve your way of thinking, the way that you bring in information, the way that you solve problems, the way that you figure out what you'd like to do next in your life, the way that you communicate with other people. And injected into that, injected into that change is you need to, you need to have spirit involved. You need to have a shift in your beliefs and in your thinking, have the intent of you evolving upwards into what unifies and what heals and not dissolve into um, division and false beliefs and being persuaded by information that's trying to confuse. So there's a lot of confusion and chaos and mis misinformation in the air. There will be more. There will be more of that. Um, and so we're going to have to learn in real time how to discern what is actually true in the realities around us and what our true beliefs are, not what we're being told to believe, but what, what we truly believe in our own hearts. And that can be very confusing if you're susceptible to being talked into someone else's beliefs and agendas. It can, but it need not be. Over the next 18 months, while the North Node is in Gemini and South Node is in Sagittarius, our instruction in following the North Node is to clean out our own thinking, to not allow our thinking to be hijacked by the uh, persuasions of something outside of us and let it hijack our ability to think clearly in real time based on information that makes sense to us. So falling into false beliefs in Sagittarius would be being talked into something that really doesn't make sense. Whenever people are born natally with North Node in Gemini and South Node in Sagittarius, it is usually uh, people who have a, a karmic issue around falling into false beliefs, like falling into hardcore religious beliefs without taking the time to think it through about whether or not it actually makes sense to them. And so in this current life, following the North Node would mean that they're, they are aiming for taking in more information and more critical thinking to make sure that they, that they actually have thought through their beliefs and it truly makes sense to them. They're not just following what someone else told them to do. So that's what we're being asked to do in the collective now, and especially under this eclipse. It's going to take focus, a lot of focus, to make sure that your beliefs are in integrity, that you're not being duped, that you're not falling for false narratives and stories that simply aren't true. And that is 
that is something that we all have to do individually. And we also have to make sure that we're not doing the reverse, that we're not talking other people into false beliefs unknowingly. So it would be checking your information, checking your own thinking, making sure that you are sovereign in your evaluation of what you want for yourself and others um, in the world and in your own life. It's being true to you and staying connected to source, staying connected to our oneness and our consciousness. 15 degrees, five plus one is six, that nets out to Venus. This eclipse is looking for peace. If you have a hard time letting go of false beliefs and evolving into new thinking, this can feel very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable in admitting that you were wrong or being willing to say, I've been, I've been talking about this belief over and over and over and I have come to realize that I don't think that it makes sense anymore. That's a real hard thing to do for some people. I would say that in, in many cases, it's a hard thing to do for all people. Having to face that your beliefs and your thinking were out of integrity. And that means that we're going to have to have a lot of self-mercy and a lot of healing and a lot of intent of bringing all of us closer, not further away, so that we can just fess up and evolve. Fess up if you know that you've been wrong about something because you want to go higher. That your false beliefs that probably um, arrogance maybe is wanting to hold on to, they're just not worth, they're not worth the division that they cause. So being willing to set aside beliefs that simply don't make sense anymore so that you can go higher and your relationships with other people are healing and unified and are aiming in the direction of peace and oneness. That's the focus of this first eclipse. We've got two more coming. We'll walk through them together. Know that whenever we are in eclipses in between, it feels very, again, I know I mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. It feels very disorienting. And so a lot of times in between eclipses, people will feel confused and they'll feel like they can't tell what's happening. And it, it's almost a feeling of being set out to sea, set out to drift to sea, and you can't, you can't find where land is and you don't have a sail and you don't have a compass and you just don't know what's going to happen next. Know that that's normal. And the way that you navigate that is you let go. You just really get okay with the feeling of, I have no idea what's happening. And you won't. You won't have any idea what the bringers of change are bringing fully until we get all the way out of the eclipse window. And that will be two weeks after the third eclipse. So it'll be, I believe, July 20th, the end of July. The, the, the third eclipse is the night uh, between July 4th and 5th. We're going to have to wait two weeks after that. And so... In this long stretch of time, be very okay with the phrase, I don't know. Don't make any sudden moves. Don't make any long-term commitments unless you absolutely have to in this window. Because the minute that you think you've got it figured out, I promise you don't. It's just the nature of the eclipses. Eclipses are like taking a Mercury retrograde. And by the way, we're going to have a Mercury retrograde in this window. Mercury retrograde plus your, the surprising a revolutionary kind of energy of Uranus, add them together and turn them up to 50. It's just, you just do not know what's happening. You don't know what's happening. No one does. And so be willing to be shown 
more and more and more signs and information and epiphanies when we're in this window and just wait. Anything that can wait on decisions and commitments, see if you can wait. If you, I mean, we can't stop the world from happening. So if, you, if there's something that's pressing that needs your attention, go ahead and address it. But anything that can wait, just wait. Because more change is coming. More and more and more. Just be really okay with that and know that you are safe within your own skin and that we're all here together. Oftentimes when we're in eclipses, I say pay attention to everything but cling to nothing. And I especially mean it during this cycle. There is so much massive shifting going on in the world, in, in, internally, in our relationships with each other. There's so much changing. Pay attention to everything. Everything that happens in an eclipse window usually is on purpose. There's a sign in there somewhere. Why is this happening? Why am I having this conversation right now? Why does this one topic get brought up no matter who I'm speaking with? Those kinds of things. Pay attention to everything, but cling to nothing because you do not know how all of this is going to add up until we get out of the eclipse window. See you on the other side. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.